0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We're joined by Lauren Rubenstein, who wrote the uh, book The 1997 Masters My Story by Tiger Woods. Lauren spent many uh, hours with Tiger one on one preparing for that. Lauren is also the author of Mike Weir, The Road to the Masters, again after many interviews with uh, Mike. And he's the author of the incredible book about one of the most iconic golfers. Uh, Mo and me about uh, Canada's Mo Norman. Warren, thank you for the time. Were we expecting too much of Tiger when those of us who are just died in the Wolf fans were hoping or uh, expecting that he'd win again this year?
1: Well, I don't think so. I mean. Uh you know, Tiger always manages to get himself up for the major championships. That's really all he's playing for now and all he's been really playing for for a while. And uh, just as happened 19 months ago, the last time the Masters was played before, you know, before the pandemic uh, forced it to be canceled or postponed until now. Um, he just somehow found um, a younger Tiger Woods there, and it looked like he might do that again this year after his first round. It didn't happen, but I think, you know, at the Masters, above all, um, it's not too much to expect uh, a lot of Tiger because he expects a lot of himself. Uh, And it'll be the same uh, as long as he can hit that golf ball around there. I mean, uh, he still played pretty well there, but, uh, you know, it was kind of flat the last few rounds.
0: Yeah. Uh, Was there something in all the conversations you had with him, all the one-on-one conversations, is there one part of one conversation that you will never forget?
1: Well, you know, I just remember the um, kind of intensity of his voice when he talked about Agasta, when we were sitting there in, in one of his uh, sort of suites boardrooms at his office down there in Jupiter, Florida, and we were watching tape video of the 1997 Masters, and this is now about five years ago, but uh, it was still, you know, 20 years since, the ma- since that Masters, and he got so enthusiastic, excited about it, and you could see, despite, you know, that he was in the throes of his physical problems there and it wasn't that far removed from, you know, the personal issues that he had dealt with. Uh and you could see it was like, you know, he's fairly tall anyway. I don't know what, six one, six two, but it was like he became six six. He stretched himself out there, sitting there as we're looking at the video, then he and you know, and his back was hurting. He had a um you know, kind of a pillow between his back and the back of the chair. Then he would get up and stretch and walk around. And just the way he was talking about Augusta National made me think that he could be competitive there for a long time. So I never was one of those who would write him off at Augusta National. And then, of course, he won last year. So, um, you know, that was kind of the main thing, more an impression than anything specific that he said.
0: Yeah, it, that's a very interesting. And, and you see, still see the intensity. Just a look at his face. If he has a bad shot, just to the first moment when he realizes it's not going where he wants it to go. That look yeah. on his face is well, just he always said utter he determination. Would stop
1: playing, he would quit playing if he didn't think yeah. that his best golf would be enough to win. So obviously he still feels his best golf is enough to win. And there will come a time when that won't be the case. And then I, I don't think you'll see him playing much at all after that.
0: Mike Weir, 2003 wins the Masters. Still a moment that I, I all of us who are golf fans will cherish, Canadian golf fans. So he made the cut. He was 3-under yesterday. As you're watching Mike Weir this weekend, what were your thoughts?
1: I thought it was wonderful. You know, he's been improving little by little by little over the last few years you know and you could see him um you know getting uh into competitive form then he went out on the champions tour when he turned 50 in may when they resumed play when they could resume play and he's had three top 10 finishes already finished second in one of those and uh he was just getting better there was a time not that long ago when he had no idea when he was hitting a driver whether it was going right left what was happening he got past that you know mike weir is really one tenacious competitor, and uh, again, he's won at Augusta Nationals. He's comfortable there. he knows the golf course, he knows the greens. He's a smart cagey player, and um, so I thought it was wonderful that he made the cut comfortably uh, one side one shot inside the cut line. and um, you know had a good tournament really, and I'm sure he's already looking forward to returning there in five months when assuming they play again in 2021 and I'm sure they'll play, whether they play with spectators or not is another question. So, yeah, I was happy for him because I know how hard he's worked.
0: And it's Mike Weir, The Road to the Masters, is the book you wrote about about that 2003 victory. What we tend to forget sometimes is that he won quite a number of tournaments in addition to the Masters on the PGA Tour. Yeah,
1: he won seven other tournaments, including some big ones. You know, I mean, he won the American Express Championship, World Golf Championships, as they're called. You know, he won that. He won the Tour Championship. Uh, which was, you know, at the end of every year. So, yeah, he didn't win. He won against top fields uh, and um, tournaments that were just a rung below uh, the Masters, a rung below a major. So, uh, you know, he's. I remember once writing a column a few years ago saying, if Mike Weir never did anything else, you know, he'd have had a phenomenal career, really. You know, one of the two or three best any Canadian has ever had. And, uh, yeah, and there he is, still out there playing. He just... Loves to compete. He really does. He, uh, that's in his blood. He, uh, and, you know, like Tiger saying, he won't, be, he won't play anymore after he doesn't think his best is good enough to win. I think you'll find that Mike Weir won't play anymore when he loses his kind of zest to compete. A little different than Tiger, but as long as he has that fire, he'll be out there.
0: Yeah and he was one putt away if I recall correctly I think it was one putt away from winning the Canadian Open in 03 when Vijay Singh Vijay Singh looked apologetic when he when he dropped rolled that putt he in did, yeah, that I don't really want to win this tournament Mike
1: Well you know I was out there walking around um and uh you know he made a couple of mistakes coming in And uh, you're right, he had an eight-footer to win, then he went into a playoff, and that didn't go so well against Singh. And Vijay did. You know, he publicly said that he almost, you know, kind of wishes that uh, he didn't win against Weir in his own country because he knew how big that would be for Mike. But, you know, these guys, they want to beat each other. Nobody wants to give a quarter, and nobody would want to win without the other player giving his or her best in the tournament. Uh, So that was disappointing. Uh, And that started, Mike Weir won one more time in 2007. But then he had a run of almost 10 years where it was really a struggle.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.